every single year, thousands upon thousands of us are going to start the year embarking on a fat loss plan. It is the classic antidote to the overindulgence of the Christmas holidays. But often many of us are in a place where we're doing this over and over again. With every year, there is a brand new diet, a brand new determination to finally lose that weight and to find our confidence. So how about in 2024, we adjust that approach? We find a solution which is going to serve us in the long term rather than having us revisit diets over and over and over again. Well, today I'm going to get right into that with five steps to fat loss success that is going to help you to change those habits for the long term and help you make sure that the New Year diet becomes a thing of the past. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Hello there, how are you this week? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. And welcome to this episode on fat loss in 2024. Now, it is safe to say that a lot of us embark on this merry-go-round of diets and fat loss way, way more than we would like to. Because after all, if dieting was the way to ease all our troubles, we'd only ever have to do one and we'd be sorted. But unfortunately, it does not seem to work like that for the majority of us. So if you're thinking about embarking on a weight loss or a fat loss journey this year, but you are totally done with diets and quite frankly, who isn't diets that promise the and then deliver only short-term results, then this is the episode for you. Because the truth is that long-term weight loss, the kind that you can sustain for good with habits that you can sustain for good, does take a little bit of time. It does require a new thinking that just doesn't tie in with the whole kind of lose a stone in six weeks and be happy ever after brigade. But The great news is that there is another approach which absolutely works, which will improve your nutrition in all sorts of amazing ways and is going to deliver sustainable fat loss if that is something you are looking for in your life right now. So we've got five steps to this. Let's dive in. So number one, the first step is going to be prep. Quite often what we do when it comes to weight loss is we jump in with both feet, don't we? We go, right, I need to lose weight. I'll do that diet. Jump in. And we've not necessarily done any of the prep work, the prep work practically, but also the prep work in terms of our mindset as well. And as part of that prep work, it's worth thinking about, you know, what is the goal? What is the reason for the weight loss? Because we'll often say, oh, I just, I want to lose a stone. And we kind of leave it at that and we don't dive into, well, yeah, okay, great. But why is that important? What material difference is that going to make to my life? How is that going to change how I feel? How is that going to change how my life looks? How is that going to change, you know, anything about my life as is at the moment? So what is really get thinking about what is the big goal? What is the big reason behind this? Because you are going to need to keep going back to this. You are going to need to keep going back to why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I important? You'll have to remind yourself of that 
to keep yourself going because this is a process. This is something that takes a little bit of time. I think the second part of your prep work is hone in on the positive. How do you want to feel rather than how do I not want to feel? Because, you know, when you focus on the positives, when you focus on how you want to feel, when you focus on, oh, I want to feel energized and I want to feel strong and I want to feel confident and I want to feel amazing, it ends up giving you more of that. It ends up directing you towards the things that are going to help you to do that for yourself. Whereas when you're focused on, oh God, I feel disgusting and I really need to lose weight and I feel horrible and I hate myself, you often end up getting more of the same. Just the saying goes, I think I'm not going to get this right, but the saying kind of goes, you know, what, what you focus on is what you get. So if your focus is always on, oh, this is horrible. I hate this. I need to do this because otherwise I'm just going to end up never losing any weight and never feeling good about myself. You're probably going to get more of the same. So focus on the thing you want because that's what is going to get you to where you need to go. Also as part of the prep work, identify a couple of areas that you feel are going to be the simplest and be the quickest and easiest wins. What you need to do initially is you need to create success for yourself. You need to start creating a couple of habits successfully because once you start to do that, you can build success on success on success. If your first thought is, I need to overhaul my entire diet and change everything and change my breakfast and plan my lunches and cook different dinners to the rest of the family and cut out all the snacks and get rid of all the sugar, it's going to be very, very, very hard to find success when you make it that big. Whereas if you create a couple of small things that you can create success out of, you can say, well, look, I am being successful at this. Hey, look, I've reduced my sugar. Hey, look, I've eaten protein at every meal. Hey, look, I've drunk two litres of water every single day. Then you're starting to create that success within the thing that you're doing. So you want to find the couple of things that are going to be the simplest to do, that are going to be the quickest wins, that are going to create success because then you can build success on success and success. Another part of the prep is to think about enjoyment and pleasure along the way, not just the weight loss, okay? Because we want this to be sustainable. We want this to be long-term. We don't want to have to keep going back to the diet, back to the diet, back to the diet, losing the weight, gaining the weight, losing the weight, gaining the weight. We're all bored of that. We are all absolutely fed up of doing that. We want the long-term results. So if you're going to get the long-term results, you have got to think about enjoyment and pleasure. It cannot just be about, I must lose the weight and that is the be-all and end-all and it's the only thing that matters. It also can't be about, I've got to cut out sugar and I've got to stop drinking and I've got to just eat every meal, health, you know, be 100% healthy and not have any carbs and blah, 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 blah. It feels too hard. It feels too heavy. We forget about enjoyment and pleasure and we forget that enjoyment and pleasure are actually a really important part of the process. We have got to find those things within what we do or else we are going to make it super, super, super hard to keep going. We've got to think about ways of including enjoyment and pleasure in the food that we eat along the way. This is really, really important because that's how we sustain it for the long term. We don't want to get into a situation where it's like, look, I'm going to do all these things and cut these things out, but it's okay because it's only for a few weeks. We don't want to get into that thinking. And I think as part of that as well, it's getting into the long-term thinking, you know, rather than I need to lose a stone in the next six weeks or else all is lost. <laughs> it's kind of going, right, okay, so let's let's be thinking three months, six months, a year down the line. Let's be thinking that by the end of this year, I want to get to a place where I do not feel the need to go on that new year diet. I have created the change. I have lost the weight if that's what you want to do. I've improved my diet and this is now the way that I eat. So get into that long-term thinking. So that's step one. Step two is addition. 
Okay, so we do not want this process to be miserable, as I have just talked about. We do not want it to be about cutting out all of your favourite foods or worrying about socialising because it'll mean you end up eating too many calories. We don't want it to be about feeling deprived or feeling like you are missing out. We do not want those things because, again, that's not what we want. You know, when most of us think about us eating a healthy diet, we're thinking about enjoying it. We're thinking about pleasure. We're thinking about it being something that we do easily. And it's not going to be done easily if we are constantly worrying about, I better not go out for that dinner because I won't be able to control what I'm eating. I won't know how many calories I'm putting in. We don't want to be like, oh my God, I really want some chocolate, but I can't have the chocolate because the chocolate's bad. And we don't want to be thinking about that. We, We don't want it to be miserable. So instead, we want to be thinking of better nutrition, not as cutting things out, but as adding things in. So adding stuff is going to be the absolute key here because then we can still have some of those favourite foods. We can still have the chocolate. We can still go out and we can still socialise and we can do all of those things. But we do it from the point of view of what can I add rather than what do I have to take away? Because taking stuff away is just miserable and we don't want that. So it could be adding more protein. So protein is an absolute winner because it makes you feel fuller for longer, which means that you're more like or less likely, sorry, to reach for, you know, the sugary stuff, the carby stuff, all that kind of thing. Protein is an absolute winner. It will absolutely blunt your sugar cravings. It will absolutely do that. It will keep you going for hours in between meals because you've had a really good, decent meal. So protein is always a winner, always, always. Adding more veg and fibre again, always a winner. You know, you can't go wrong with adding an extra portion of veg to your meal, which is going to fill you up more because of the fibre. The fibre, again, takes time to go through your system. So you feel fuller for longer. You do not feel the need to reach for more things because you are already full up. So adding more veg and fibre, adding more good fats, again, it's going to fill you up. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's all about filling you up. How can I improve my diet to the point where... I'm no longer feeling the need to reach for the sugar all the time. I'm no longer feeling like I'm hungry all the time. I'm no longer feeling like an hour and a half after each meal, I need to have something else again. That's what we don't want to get to. We want to get to a point where actually your your main meals are so filling that you don't actually feel the need to eat much in between. And that when you do have a piece of cake or some chocolate or whatever, it actually feels really good. You're like, oh yeah, great. First time this week I felt like doing that. And that's, you know, that feels really, really good. So adding more of those, but also thinking about adding more variety. If your diet tends to be quite limited each week, you tend to eat kind of eat the same things week in, week out. How can you add more variety? How can you experiment with new recipes? How can you try different things? Because this is all part of the pleasure of it as well, rather than, oh, bloody hell, I've got to eat another plate of, I don't know, chicken and broccoli and rice. It's like, oh my gosh, what can I try this week? What new recipe can I add into the repertoire? What different things can I try? It can become really, really good fun. And not every new recipe is going to hit the mark, but a lot of them will. So what can you do to add those things? And as always, choose just one or two things here, right? When you're thinking about what you can add to your diet, choose one or two things. And because ultimately this is about crowding out, crowding out the stuff that you want to eat less of, not stopping yourself, not having to use willpower, not having to be mean to yourself, not feeling deprived all the time, but just crowding it out by really loading your nutrition up with loads of amazing foods. So that's step number two is adding. 
Step number three is upgrading. So this is about what areas of your diet could do with an an upgrade. So for example, if you absolutely love a plate of pasta, how about replacing some of that pasta with extra veg instead? So you're having a bit less pasta, a bit more veg, it's going to fill you up more, it's going to be more nutrients in there, there's going to be less calories in there ultimately. And you're probably going to feel just as satisfied as you would have if the whole plate had been pasta. Um, If you have the habit of a sugary snack in the afternoon, what could you swap that to that would be better and more nutritious, you know, swapping it to an orange and a handful of nuts or something like that. If you're a bit of a sucker for a quick bowl of cereal in the morning because it's quick, easy, simple, and you like the taste of it, what could you swap that to that's going to make it healthier, more filling? Because, you know, I don't know about you, but if I, I don't often have cereal in the morning, but on the occasions that I do, I could promise you by half 10, 11, I'm like, hmm, going to need some lunch soon. <laughs> So it never works to fill me up, never ever. And I will reach for the quick and easy thing then. So when you're having something a bit more filling, it's going to keep you going to lunch. You're not going to reach for those snacks. It's going to make that that absolutely easy. And remember that you don't have to change your whole diet or get rid of all the things that you love. It's about upgrading. It's like I say, the pasta, you know, replacing some of the pasta with veg, for example. It's an easy upgrade. It's an easy, simple upgrade. You still need to th- get to eat the thing you love. But you're upgrading your diet at the same time. And this is why prep time, this is why the first point that I made about taking some time to prep before you start is really important because it really gives you the time to consider what areas of your nutrition might need a little upgrade. Right, step number four, refine. So once you've started adding, once you've started upgrading, then it's a matter of continuing to refine and refine and refine. So you do that process. And then it's almost like you keep going back to the start. Okay, so now that I've done that, now that I've added more protein to every meal, how can I start to add more veg? What else can I upgrade? How can I keep refining? How can I keep changing it? So it's not, what I'm trying to say here is it's not about deciding that you want to lose weight or improve your nutrition. It may may be that you don't want to necessarily lose weight. You just want to improve your nutrition. But it's not about overhauling every single thing overnight because that's usually the thing that becomes unsustainable because we change too much. And our brains don't like too much change. They will fight against it and they will urge you um, with every part of your being to return to your normal way, your your easy way, the, the habits that you have kind of run with for many, many years. So refining this refining stage is important because it reminds you that you get to keep upgrading, you get to keep refining, you get to keep improving, you get to keep adding, you get to keep working out what is really working for you within your life, what is really sustainable, what is really enjoyable. Those things are really, really important. And I think as part of the, you know, the refining is don't make it complicated, okay? Try not to be cooking separate meals for you and your family. Just makes it harder, Learn to listen to hunger and fullness signals as well. So, you know, rather than weighing out your food, for example, which, you know, a lot, you know, some diets will urge us to do, weigh your food, know how many calories you're taking in, how many, how much protein and fat and carbs. It just, again, it adds an extra layer, just like having to cook separate meals. It adds an extra layer, having to weigh stuff out and know exactly what you're eating. Instead, start to tune into your hunger and fullness signals. Know when you're full, know when to stop but also know when it is genuine hunger as well. And also remember the role of pleasure. We've already talked about that, but pleasure is really, really important. As you continue to refine, always remember pleasure has got to be a part of this. 
So that's step number four, which is refine. And then step number five is actually patience and mindset management. Now, this isn't so much a step, I suppose, as something that I want to remind you to support yourself with throughout this journey. Okay. So patience is going to be really important. Long-term changes to your nutrition are not going to happen overnight. And when you do it like this, weight loss may be slower than you are used to. It probably will be slower than you're used to. You're not going to suddenly lose a stone overnight. It's not going to happen. But I can guarantee that if you start to upgrade your diet, if you start to make those changes, that weight loss will be a part of it. It just is going to be a bit slower. So it's learning to have patience because quick fixes have done us absolutely no favours. They do us no favours in the long term. Yeah, you feel great in the short term. You lose the weight. You're like, oh yeah, I'm down half a stone. I feel amazing. My clothes are starting to feel loose. This is awesome. And then you just go back and you go back and you go back and you go back. And you never actually seem to get to a point where you're like, okay, right, I can maintain this. I can maintain this weight loss and it feels good to do that. And I feel like I'm eating well, but not depriving myself of stuff. That's the place we want to get to and quick fixes are not going to achieve that for us. So be prepared to have patience and be prepared to experiment as well. What works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for another. So you've got to experiment with what works for you personally and you've got to have the patience to see that through. And I promise you that within a few months, you absolutely can have changed a lot, a whole lot, but it's not going to be overnight. Um, I think as well when it comes to the mindset is approach from love, not hate, because we treat the things we love with respect. Whereas when it comes from hate, like I said before, oh, I hate the way I look. This is awful. I need to get rid of this weight. This is horrendous. I'm so embarrassed. Whatever that feeling might be, begins to feel like a punishment. You know, eating better feels like a punishment rather than something you are doing to yourself for good reasons, because you love yourself. You want to take care of yourself. You want to do better. You want to feel better. You want to have more energy. You know, the way we think about it is so powerful and so, so, so important. Also know that there are going to be ups and downs along the way. Of course there are. And again, you know, we do this with diets, don't we? We we go on the diet for a few weeks. It's all great, lovely, fantastic. Weight loss is happening and then it starts to get hard and then we don't want to do it anymore. And then we want to eat the chocolate and then we go on the binge and then the weight come, all comes back on again. And then we're like, well, what's the point? I might as well just give up. But I want you to know that even with this, there will be ups and downs. There'll be times when it's going to feel flipping amazing and it's going to feel really good. And you're like, yep, yeah, I'm on track here. I'm making changes. I can see my habits are changing. I can see my nutrition is changing. I feel better. And then you're going to have times when you're like, I can't bother to think about it. I just want to go back to my old ways and know that that is part of the process but that it's the long-term consistency that's going to be the key. Having a weekend where you go for it and you eat all the things and you don't give a crap about whether you've eaten a vegetable or not, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean you have to give up. It doesn't mean that that's the end of it and there's no point and this isn't working for you. It just means that you're human. It just means that you're normal because we all do it sometimes. Every single one of us, there are going to be ups and downs. They know that from the start. And finally, like I have already said before, choose a couple of things at a time. You know, maybe start with one thing to add to your diet and one thing to refine. Sorry, not one thing to refine. It's one thing to um, upgrade. So one thing to add, one thing to upgrade, and then go from there. See how it feels. See what it feels good to add next. See what feels good to upgrade next. And just take your time with it. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process. Be patient about the results. 
and know that as you improve your nutrition, only good things can come of that. Only good things can come of that. And you will absolutely feel better for it. So do you feel like you've got a bit more structure now to start making those changes for the longer term? And, you know, remember this approach is a little bit about playing the long game. It's not to say that you you won't see results quickly, that you won't start to lose weight quickly. It's not to say that, but it's just to say that it may not be as quick as you have become used to from diets. You know, the fact is, if you have done more diets than you can count over the years, and you simply cannot face the sort of another one, or you're at the stage where you're just getting diminishing returns every time you do it, then this is the route for you. It really is. So I hope that that's helped. I hope it's given you a bit of structure around all of that. And of course, if you'd love to have a bit more of that structure laid out for you, then do come and join me for the 28-day, <laughs> get my words out, nutrition reset. So that way I have done all the planning for you. So you will get your weekly nutrition plan plus all the recipes that you need to carry it out. It is a super simple, super delicious way of giving yourself a head start. You are going to feel full and satisfied. You're going to notice your sugar cravings start to dissipate within the first few days, first couple of weeks, and that your energy levels are going to start to go up pretty quickly as well. All you have to do is head to chickfit.co.uk forward slash nail your nutrition to join us. We get started on Monday the 15th of January, so don't hang around for too long. And if you join us by the end of Tuesday the 9th of January, you'll also be able to claim the early bird pricing. Right, I'm going to leave you to absorb all of that and to start making your very own plan. And that's where I'm going to love you and leave you and see you again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chick Fit, and I'll see you again next time.